0: Hello, welcome back to a great podcast, Pip Pip Hooray.
1: This is our second episode, A Great Tale of Events, on the book Great Expectations by Charles Dickens.
2: Our first podcast had some technical difficulties, but we are back better than ever. We are
3: your hosts, Madison Lopez, Sofia Gutierrez, Brianna Leone, and Isabella Robles. Now let's hop into Pip's life of becoming a fine young man. In chapters 8 through 15, he note. Know- Worthy, the very noteworthy events took place from fights and heartbreaks all the way through near death. Seriously, these chapters were action packed and filled with drama, questions and thoughts
1: galore. Many questions have definitely arose in these few chapters.
0: Estella and Pip's relationship is a roller coaster. Miss Havisham continues to live her life in a sad and frozen state, and the convict mysteriously returns into Pip's life. Okay, segment one, we will be talking about the great life of Miss Havisham and our thoughts on Miss Havisham, the saddest house, and why she's stuck in time. So Miss Havisham lives in constant pain and depression of heartbreak, she, but she still comes off as very proper, elegant, and highly educated. I think that she's stuck in time because of what happened on her wedding day. It was so tragic and shocking that she can't move past it, and it keeps her in a forever state of sadness. What I think happened on her wedding night is that her husband suddenly left her. And I think this because the when they describe the room that she's in, it says that it's still set up as if, like, nothing happened. Like, they just everyone left her there. And so I'm guessing her husband left her. Um, maybe because he wasn't in love anymore or he just had personal issues. Yeah, I couldn't agree
2: with that anymore. Like she seems very high class and very elegant as well, and she also she literally she this lady seems super crazy like to the point because she wears a wedding dress for apparent like apparently all the time. And it's all, like, old gray. And even that room that she was in, it's all filled with cobwebs and dusty. And it's just very odd that she's like
0: this.
3: Yeah, honestly, it seems like she may have some sort of mental illness that, like, left her stuck on a trauma that happened in her past. And like Sophia said, she probably got, like, left at her marriage and... The, the wedding room where, like, the wedding reception dinner was supposed to be held. The cake is still in the center, probably molded yeah, and that's covered gross. in cobwebs. It that's says disgusting. it's covered
0: in cobwebs. like, like you've been,
3: like, last that long. Yeah, yeah, it's just molded and disgusting. And, like, she doesn't think anything of it. She just makes Pip walk around the room, like, this is my wedding day. This is my life. It's 840 and the same day that it's been for hundreds, not hundreds, because obviously she's not 100 years old, but like for a bunch of decades. And it, it just seems very, very odd.
0: And I think that just goes to show you like how serious it is, like how serious her mental illness is that she can't even move on by like taking her wedding cake. That's at least 10 years old, out, 20 years old, maybe out of her room. Yeah, honestly. And she's still in the dress, too.
3: Like, she doesn't change from it.
1: Yeah, and like Brianna said, like, I could imagine her house yeah. looks huge, but it also looks rundown at the same time because, mm-hmm. like, who's caring for it? I don't remember there being, like, a maid or anything, right? Mm-hmm. So I could just imagine there's just a bunch of, like, vines and weeds on her house. But, yeah, I just feel like she was getting ready for her wedding one day and then something maybe happened to her husband. And so maybe that was the last time that she felt, like, maybe, like, happy. And so she just wants to keep living, like, the good moments before, you know, the bad part.
3: Yeah, and like Madison said, like her house is probably so run down because by the looks of it, no one takes care of it. They said that the the brewery, I think it was, was like run down and it looked like it hadn't been used for years, and that house is probably just disgusting at this point because nobody takes care of it. This is segment two and it is about Estella and Pip. This segment is about the way Estella and Pip's relationship has worked. And honestly, Estella is a very fine young lady and but she's very rude to trip to Pip and Rather it treats him poorly occasionally But then there's the other time where like When Pip got into the fight He won and then she's like oh you can give me a kiss On the cheek but then after that she just like Let him on for that day and then just like Was very rude to him from then on
2: yeah, Poor Pip man I mean Especially how the way she treated him Like that one time that she made him cry Because he was making fun of how his his hands were coarse And he was had thick boots like Oh I'm super high class And you're common like people shouldn't judge you For what you have and what you don't have
1: yeah. I mean, honestly, Estella so me to Pip, and it makes my heart just hurt because you can genuinely tell that, you know, he cares for her, but she doesn't have enough decency to actually treat him back correctly. And the only time, like you guys said, that she let him show affection was after the fight with the young gentleman, and then she let him kiss her on the cheek. And then she just treats him, like, overall very coldly, and I don't understand why, like, Pip won't take the hint that this girl doesn't like you, but... I believe that, like, when Estella returns, maybe she'll have a change of heart. I'm hoping.
0: Yeah, and Miss Havisham also, like, when she introduces Estella to Pip, she kind of says, like, oh, like, I want you to break his heart. Like, I don't really understand why. That's, like, one of the biggest questions I have. Like, why she doesn't want Pip to be happy with Estella. But um, regardless, I think maybe she, um, she let him kiss her after the fight because, like, she wants him to feel a certain way towards her but she doesn't want to feel the same way back she just wants him to like long for their yeah Yeah. for Um, their relationship i completely
3: agree with that but i do think that maybe miss havishan has brought up estella that way so that because if she did actually get left on her wedding day then she felt the heartbreak of like a man leaving her so she doesn't want that to happen to estella so she's switching the roles. And making Estella be the one to break a man's heart so that she wouldn't be the one to
0: get hurt. So maybe she doesn't want Estella... She cares about Estella and doesn't want her to relive the same experiences. But I don't think she understands that maybe not all guys are like that. And I think Pip would treat Estella really good if he had the chance. Yeah, Yeah. He's been brought up very Uh
3: nice. Like, Joe is an amazing guy, and he's only ever taught him to do, like, nice Nice things. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think that there could possibly be a future, like, for um Estella and Pip but like there is something there I maybe another thought I had was that maybe Estella just plays games with them but because Miss Havisham has always been like no like break his heart blah blah, blah like maybe she doesn't
0: want to show that she show that she has true feelings for him yeah and then also Estella has been gone and Pip hasn't gone to visit Miss Havisham since she has been gone and so maybe Estella hasn't realized, like, how much Pip has matured and grown up. So maybe when she comes back home, she'll see, like, oh, wow, he's actually very, like, he's very gentleman-like now. And yeah. Yeah. it's time to, to get feelings.
2: It's time to get feelings. Yeah, Catch they're feelings still yeah. really
1: young, too. So, yeah. you know, you're never the same throughout your whole life, especially when you're, like, younger uh, like that. Like, you don't, you're not the same person for all those years. Yeah,
2: and I feel like Pip just going to become, like, refi- he's going to refine when mm-hmm. he's, like, become a when he's older. Yeah. So... Yeah. That's like a good feature. For them. This segment is on uh, the return of the convict. This segment is about the convict mysteriously appearing at the Jolly Bargeman. <laughs> I think this is one of the oddest encounters I've ever read it in a book because there was not even no confirmation that it was specifically the convict. Like, shouldn't the convict be in jail after he was found by the police after they went to go search for him? And it was weird, too, because he was just kind of staring at Pip while he was stirring Mm -hmm. his drink with, like, a file. I mean, first of all, is that even sanitary? And second of all, does, like, he just want to, like, make sure Pip knows that it's, like, him or something? Mm -hmm. And I think maybe he returned back to the scene of his escape because I feel like he plays somewhat of an important role in Pip's life. And I feel like he's, like, more than just a convict Mm -hmm. in the story. Yeah, I just thought like
1: like he went to jail after the confrontation with the police or the law enforcement. Like why isn't he in jail? Like is he the convict or is he not the convict? And why was he showing all these obvious signs like scratching his leg and stirring the drink with a file while staring at Pip? Like why did yeah. you do that?
0: And it makes me think of questions like why like genuinely why is he why did he come back? Did he escape from jail again? Like how did he get out? And then why would he come to the same town where he got arrested not once, but twice? And it just makes me think, like, is he trying to check up on Pip? Like, does he does he know, a, like, further information about Pip that we don't know? That, yeah. like, maybe, or is maybe he one of the people that wants, like, great things for Pip? Which is probably leads back to, like, why he didn't tell the police about like that, Pip was the one that stole like from the house.
3: Yeah, um, I completely agree with that. That there, this man keeps coming. If it is the convict, there is a reason he keeps coming into the story. So I do think he'll play a greater role in Pip's life when he, in the future, and it's just so odd. Like Isabella said that. This man literally is showing all the signs of stirring his drink with a file and rubbing his ankle that, like, a shackle would have been on it. And, like, just staring at him and, like, having darting eyes. Pip said that his eyes looked like it was a gun aiming at him. Like, why why would he make it so obvious, these signs of, like, I'm a convict. I'm the man that you turned into the police. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If I do say so myself, our discussion was bomb. And that's on period. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Chapters 8 through 15 are pretty crazy.
3: That makes my life look sane.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, at least we're not going crazy like Miss
2: Havisham is. Poor lady. I feel bad for her. Like we mentioned earlier, she probably needs to get some help and try to regain her life back again.
0: Yeah, and let's see how Estella turns out after Miss Havisham sent her abroad. Hopefully she treats Pip better the next time we read about her.
1: You can only wish the best for Pip, though, especially
3: after the convict appears back into Pip's life. I'm still wondering, why would he even come back? True, true. Overall, these chapters were very interesting and gave a little spice into the beginning of the story. Well, that is all for today. Thank you for listening to a great podcast. Pip, Pip, hooray. It was a great discussion, and hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. Tune in for the next episode for some more discussions of
0: chapters for the next chapters. Hope your day is going well. And if not, well, there's plenty of day left after all. Ending in three, two, one. 2, 1. Pit, pit, hooray!